Hello everyone, welcome to Next Generation Saints. I am your host, Nick Coons. So, I talk on this channel if you're brand new here, and if you're not brand new, you've heard this on a few times at least. This is the Christian Apologetics channel, where I talk about a lot of things that are biblical issues, I talk about theological issues, practical issues of the day. So, and plus anything that kind of pops up in my mind, or I see on, on the news feed, or whatever you guys kind of want to talk about. So... I try to bump out episodes every week so you guys can generally get into a rhythm with me. So I was thinking about a topic I could cover this week and kind of diving in because there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to get back into college to get my uh, going to seminary and everything. And one of the interesting things that popped up in my head was worth. Self-worth. You know, it, it's an interesting thing when we see this. We see about self-worth coming from jobs, coming from our family, our friends, our co-workers, political ideologies that give you self-worth, um, religious ones as well. And they all tell you this, but here's an interesting one. I want to ask you to think about this, and then I'll go ahead and tell you a little story. Where do you drive your self-worth from? Is it from your work? Is it from your family, your friends, political ideology? Irreligion? Where do you drive it? Where do you derive it? Where do you find it in? I know a lot of people like myself. Before, I I derived my self-worth from my employment. I worked at the Walt Disney Company for seven years. I, I thought I was a custodian. That was my worth. That was my value. I felt like it should be valued more, but I didn't know really fully how to embrace that. I've always heard in my Christian walk about God being determining your value, but I never really put it to heart, never really understood it. Until recently, and, I'm far, and you could tell how ridiculously foolish I am or how stubborn I like. <laughs> my wife calls me stubborn, and I don't disagree with her, even though I don't like the title, but the truth is the truth, and that is exactly how I live my life, according to what truth tells me even though I have a hard time accepting it at times. My worth that I saw, and this is the story time, was at my occupation, what I could do. My worth was how smart I could be. My worth, even to the degree today, I still think that. I still act that way, and I'm trying to get out of that notion, out of that mindset, that my worth is associated with an occupation or my intelligence. And, and you, you might find, and I know a lot of people who find their worth in their occupations. Some also include intelligence. Other people, their worth is how much their occupation in their car or whatever it is. But God put me on this journey back in 2015 when I got terminated from the Walt Disney Company. It was a violation of company policy, but never stated exactly what that policy was. But that's another story for another time. I, after that, went job hunting, and it took me a while to find another job, about six to eight months. And when I got this job, then I was let go very soon. And then I was job hunting again, forgot another job, got let go. This repeated about five to six times. It was emotionally draining for me. Financially, you can bet it was devastating. I got married to my, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, obviously. And we were trying to make ends meet. We were trying to make things happen. And there were times that we had to... Beans and rice. Rice and beans, as Dave Ramsey said. We had no money for anything. At one point, we were lucky to have 50 cents in our account. To our name. We were in bad, bad shape. 
We moved around to Corona, California, because we were living in Anaheim. It was too expensive. Could barely survive there. The job I was working with was too demanding. Had to leave that one. And finally, after the elections happened, I realized that the cost of living was going to keep going up and taxes were going to keep going up, and we just couldn't afford this anymore. So I came up to Phoenix, Arizona with my wife, and I got a job. I got let go again. Now I'm at my job I'm holding right now. And I was so frustrated after the last job I got let go from. I was just, I started questioning God. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And my brother invited me to North Bible Church. And over there, I actually, and I was very, I like to say I acted like Wolverine a lot. I was very defensive, very aggressive, very kind of grumpy kind of guy. Just don't mess with me. I'll sit in a corner. You shut up and leave me alone. That was my mat. That was my attitude. And I had defensive walls. And I remember going there and no one judged me. I only got loved on. My wife and I did. My brother and his wife helped us out financially, getting us food, taking care of us, showing us love and compassion. And my, my, the walls started to break down from that. And I remember going to a sermon. <clears throat> it was about a couple days before I had an interview with the audio video company I work with now. The past senior pastor who's now retiring, uh, Larry Anderson, he was talking about worth. He said, so often we derive, and I felt gut. Well, I'll tell you the story. I was going to have a brain fart right here. He said, so much of our worth comes from our occupations. So often we talk about, I have a PhD in this or an MD here or, or whatnot. And he remember he was talking to a doctor about this. And he, the doctor was talking to Larry about, you know, what he did as, you know, for as a doctor working, he was very impressed by it. He looked to see, you got a lot of PhDs here, a lot of degrees. He goes, you must be very, have a lot of worth. He goes, yeah, but he goes, I don't derive my worth from my occupation. He said, the doctor says he was a Christian. He said that my first and foremost, my worth is I'm a child of God. I'm just cleverly disguised as a doctor. And I thought for a moment, because Larry really brought, and I felt like God used that message from Larry to drive it to me. Here I was, young buck, angry, frustrated, going through financial hardships, going through very difficult hardships. Marriage was still going okay, but it was still very strained because financially and through jobs, it, that's what happens. And here I am where God's telling me, stop driving your worth from there. And I remember I prayed to God. I went to the interview and it went really, really well. And I was gassing up at the local Costco. And I remember, I feel God speak to me. I call it the gas station revelation. He revealed to me that everything that happened since my termination at Disney to that exact moment at the gas station, all of it had never been out of my wife and I's control. And let me, and let me, let me fix this up. It was never more than what we could handle. That God has said that he was putting a filter. He was allowing this to happen. He had a filter on it that only allowed us to handle what we could handle. And what he was doing is showing over and over and over and over again to trust and ask and show that he was going to take care of us. And he only questioned, even though I was one of those frustrating, I, I finally had that epiphany with him that he revealed to me, the revelation. And he simply asked, do you trust me? And I realized at that point that what God had done as he had been, and I knew this from business so well, being in it so long, he was like the excellent manager. You're doing your job. You're going around, you're helping people out, you're doing things, blah, 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 blah. 
But when you need help, you ask your manager and you trust in him or her to get the job done that you ask him to get done. And they do it. God is revealing. All you got to do is ask him for what you need and then just stop stressing and trust him. Just trust him like you trust the parachute. Trust him like you trust a really good boss. That he's going to get the job done. And the instant I found that out, I let go. I said, God, if this is your will, I'll go to this church. If it is your will, I will let go of all my tension. I will trust that this will go your plan and your will will be done. And that you ultimately will provide food, shelter, bills, whatever I need. I remember saying that in my heart. And know what happened? Got the job. Bills paid for. <laughs> food on the table. Everything was given back. No, I mean, not perfectly everything, but I began to just trust God. I found out that my worth was with God, that I was a child of God, first and foremost. That's what defined me, that God defined me, simple me, arrogant me, annoying me, (laughs) that I'm worth in his eyes as a child, his child with intrinsic value and innate worth. And that if I needed anything to ask him, I wanted to share this because I felt this was important to deliver. It's Your identity is not found on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or social media constructs. Your worth will never, ever be fulfilled and found in where you work. You will never be good enough in this world, and you need to hear me on that. Never in this world will you ever be good enough. You're always going to fall short of that ultimate pleasure, that ultimate goal. So stop looking at yourself and calling yourself and saying that your worth is found by how you wear your clothes, how you talk to people, how you, you know, look how you are at work, what kind of car you drive. You know, the list goes on. Your worth is never found there. Stop. Your worth is found in Jesus Christ, who calls you his, he calls you saved, who calls you by Lord, by God himself, who calls you his child, a person with intrinsic value and innate worth, so precious that Jesus Christ was sent to die for you, that Jesus Christ loves you so much, he would willingly died on a cross for you because your worth is not found in this world it is found in the next and as soon as you can find that and i and i implore you to look if you're a christian understand and know that this message is true back it up you can look it up in the bible but if you hold yourself and say my worth is I'm a doctor. I my worth is my car. My worth is my job. You have nothing because you can have that taken away from you. The market could crash tomorrow. Um, you could be your car can get in. A, you can get a major car and destroy your car. Your job. Your you're the building that you work in may burn down. There's a million things that can go wrong here. But Jesus Christ defines your worth. And here's the crazy part: God, He defined your worth. 2,000 years ago. 
He defined it on the cross of Calvary when he took your sin upon himself. He died the death you should have died so that you could have the life you don't deserve. But he wants for you. That is powerful because that is what I have learned. So you don't need to think about your worth anymore in this world. Your worth is through Christ alone. On top of that, one last thing to wrap this up. As you know you have worth, love your neighbor as yourself. But more importantly than that, love God with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Show them their worth by letting God's love flow through you to them. If you're unemployed, don't ever stop fighting for a job. If you're unemployed, seek first Jesus Christ. Trust in him and don't give up. Not now, not ever. And I say that as a man who has been on the road with you. All right? Trust me. You can write to me on here. You can go on to Facebook where Next Generation Saints is. You can go and talk on there. You can uh, message me if you need help or if you have ideas or whatnot to keep it family friendly. But you know what? We're all in this together. So until next time, may God richly bless you, my dearly beloved. Thank you.